There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to the Fangirl Zone. I'm Sean Fangirl S and today we're talking Handmaid's Tale, Episode 5, Faithful. And joining me, as always, is Miss Jennifer. Hello again. Hi everybody. So, wow. <laughs> this one is even more like, you know what, I'm going to end up saying that every episode to the end. It's like, holy crap, they ramped it up. But this one took a turn that I wasn't expecting. Yes. So let's <laughs> just jump in. This is um, one of those where, like, okay, well, we, we, we see an active rebellion within the handmaid regime in this one. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> and we also see, you know, the position that wives are put in if they're – Handmaids do not get pregnant, and what lengths they'll go to in order to make sure that it happens, because not only do bad things happen for the handmaids, I think bad things also happen for the wives if they do not have children to raise. Yes, and we still don't have that information, and I'm wondering if they talk about that in the show at all, or is it just in the book? Um, it is alluded to in the book, and as we get more into the show, you'll learn a little bit more. But it's just more implied that if you don't have children, then you're obviously not one of God's chosen ones, and your position as commander or as a wife or of the elite um, could be taken away because clearly you have not been blessed with the miracle. Ah. Really? And therefore, you are not worthy. Oh, that's a little painful. Mm. So we open with, first of all, seeing Offred's shoes. Random. Those, kind those of are so design. ugly. Those shoes are so ugly. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm choking because I'm laughing. And then, yes, they scroll I up. I shoes a lot. And I, oh, my God, those are so ugly. I'm like, they burn my eyes. <laughs> oh my and God. I'm sure that's by design. Yes. You know? No one's going to have sexy, good-looking shoes in this world. Just, uh, just yeah. no. I don't think so. Like but, the wives, they have their pumps or whatever, but you know. Yeah, but not stilettos. They're just regular no, pumps. No, they're just, you know. They're, they're like 1950s pumps. Yeah. You know? But anyway, she's in the office playing Scrabble with the commander. We learned that she's had at least 34 games with him. Mm-hmm. And so that, this has been going on for a while now. And she's like, oh, he likes when I flirt, and I like when he lets me win. And, and it's like, really? Cheat. And, and we think it's funny, and he kind of drinks, and he, he likes when I make jokes here and there. And, and he, he lets her drink. Yeah, and he, they're kind of like testing the waters with each other to see just how far they can go, which is kind of interesting. And it pushes it more because he gives her, like, a fashion magazine. Yes. He's like, so this this is the kind of thing that you would have liked to have had back in the old days. And I happen to have this very forbidden copy of 
cosmopolitan or whatever kind of right. magazine it was. And she remembers, you know, this is something I would have looked at while I was getting my hair done. It's totally frivolous, da 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 da. But now that there's like absolutely nothing available to me, something that, you know, I would just have dismissed in my former life, I soak in every single page, every single word, every single image. And I remember, you know, what real people used to look like and then I wonder to myself why did we do all that why did we put on the, all the makeup on why did we dress ourselves and like she's even questioning like old society at this point that's how like kind of indoctrinated and brainwashed she is um, and, it, and it talks a little bit more about it in the book and, and she just wonders she's like wow how far have we come we, we did so many frivolous unnecessary things and maybe this is why what happened happened because we were too busy worried about the wrong things. Which you and I have talked about that. Like yeah. watching anything about what's going on in politics, we get a little worried because it's like, mm-hmm. are we watching the right things? Yes. Not just are we watching, period. Are we keeping our eye on what is going to affect us the most? And even though you say that you watch a lot of it, you're still only seeing part of what's happening. Yes. And it's really scary that way. It it is very scary. And I am one of those weirdos. I turn on C-SPAN just to see, you know, here are the Democrats having an all-night talking session on why they oppose something. And they're just going to stand up there and talk about anything. And I guess they call them talkathons or whatever. And the crazy stuff that comes out of their mouths from both sides of the aisle I find it wildly entertaining, but at the same time, I'm like, really? This is our government? Well, this the one read do. Green Eggs and Ham when he was yes. trying to filibuster, so it's like, yeah, it's crazy. It's but like, I'm just going to keep talking until I cannot feasibly talk anymore, in order, and it's in order to delay certain things, or, yeah, I, I right. don't know what the end is, but yeah, it, it happens all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just crazy, and especially with this, when, you know, like you said, she's thinking about this, and then she goes to grab it, but she's like, it's not allowed. And the commander yes. saying, but it is with me. Yes. Right he, there. Yes, that's when you know he's got to be pretty high up if he has access to these forbidden materials. Because not even Serena Joy has access to these things. Which kind of freaks me out. Like, okay, he is like... He's seeming to be into Offred, which makes me wonder, mm-hmm. going back a couple episodes with Janine, mm-hmm. how she was she like. She says, oh, he loves me. Yes. He loves me. Mm-hmm. Makes you wonder. It's like, what did he do? Did he give you little presents? Did he talk to you nice? Yes. And because was like, his wife hmm. is like, that, that couple's significantly older. Mm-hmm that she's with but yeah it makes you wonder and one thing i will say and it doesn't really spoil anything and it's it's not even said in the tv show at all but it apparently the commander has quite the stockpile of forbidden items and those forbidden items may end up getting him in trouble later on really yep Possibly something we'll see in a forthcoming season. Mm. Stroke your beard evilly, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I also have the laugh to go with it. <laughs> so we have a flashback, and we're getting like even further back because it's uh, June and Moira looking at June's Tinder. 
Yes. And she's they're at a food truck. And I love it because Moira's like, you, what is this? What is this picture? What's with these guys in fedoras? And Luke happens to be there. Now, at this point, they don't know who this guy is. He's just a random guy. And Moira's like, you look heterosexual. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, okay. And she's like, oh, I need your opinion. This is the picture she has. She's like, do you have Tinder? And he's like, no. I mean, we don't know he's married, but like, he's just like, uh, no. Um, but yeah, he's just kind of, it's an awkward thing for him. <laughs> right. And so, you know, they want an opinion on June's picture. And so he's looking through her pics and like really looking at them. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, this one, because you look, what did he say? Fearless? Yes. And that comes back later. Yes, it does. But, you know, they don't even know. And I kind of like was thinking, okay, is he going to like put his name in her phone or something? But there was nothing happening, which makes me wonder, because in a flashback a little later, Luke and June are having lunch. Yeah, and they've been meeting for a while. He hasn't told his wife he's married. And she hasn't told Moira. She hasn't even mentioned to Moira that they're meeting up. And they're like, okay, we've been having lunch for a while, and... They're both thinking about taking this to the next level. And I noticed there's children in the background playing. I was going to say that. I had that highlighted. Shadowing there. Because they were all in red coats. Yes. And they're like, well, what do people in the movies do? I guess they get a room at a hotel, and that's what exactly what they end up doing. Right. Like, it's a joke. Like, oh, we can get those, one of those cheap hotels. What is it? Pay by the hour. Mm-hmm. And then joking around, and Luke's like, oh, would I surprise you and pick you up for work? And she's like, no, I need 48 hours notice. She's <laughs> like, there's personal grooming. And I'm like, okay, first of all, I think most women have to be like, yeah, you you can't surprise me, dude. We need to take care of stuff. We need yeah, to make we sure we shave like our... 90% of our bodies. Right. <laughs> we got to dip ourselves in the anti-Sasquatch shit, so... <laughs> So we're all nice and silky smooth for surprise. Well, especially because he's talking about the kid underwear on. <laughs> no granny panties. Especially the fact that he's talking about, oh, winter's late, it's cold. I mean, come on. Let's be honest right here. Most don't women don't like shave that women. often in the winter. No, I don't. Like, I, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you could, my daughter and I could sit around and braid our leg hair in the oh winter. Oh, my God. No, no joke. <laughs> Okay, I don't, I don't go that long, but yeah. <laughs> but that first time that like, okay, it's really hot out, and like my daughter and I both look at each other, and I'm like, I got dibs on the big tub. She's like, no, because <laughs> we know, you know, we have to shave our legs in order to wear, you know, any kind of anything that is remotely comfortable in the heat of Atlanta. So yeah. <laughs> Women need notice, guys. You're out there listening. So, yeah. Don't think that we're not into you. The fact that we need notice says that we're into you because we don't want our scratchy legs rubbing on you and, like, making <laughs> cricket sounds during sex. It's just not, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This went a whole different way than I was expecting. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. But, yeah, so that just progresses. I, and this flashback was actually over, like, a few different flashbacks. Yeah. But they end up, because Luke's like, well, we can always go to the Hyatt. And she's like, oh, yeah, one of those really nice rooms way at the top of the view, blah, blah, blah. And they end up there. And then in the last flashback, because they had sex, and she's like, well, it's probably going to only be once. And and 
it's fine. But I'm wondering. Married, it's not like I'm going to ask you to leave your wife. But then she the, asks him to leave his wife, and he's like, okay. okay and they yeah, tell each I'm other unhappy. they love you. Know, I'm in love with you. Which, exactly. I'm like, is this supposed to be the same night? Or is this supposed to be over, like, this has happened a couple times? I want to think that it's happened a couple of times, but I wasn't super clear on it. I know in the book, I think it's the one time. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what was kind of confusing me. I'm like, I wasn't 100% if it was that one time and then she, he's like, okay, I'll leave my wife. It's like, that's and damn good that sex. Hotel, <laughs> I will say that hotel comes back in an upcoming episode and it's super creepy. Oh, oh, great. I like the Hyatt. <laughs> anyway, let's move back into Offward's present. Because she's in the kitchen just eating her breakfast, talking to Rita. Yep. And Nick walks in, and Rita's kind of like, don't you have somewhere to be? And I'm like, <laughs> I love that she is... Maybe so long in the kitchen. Well, she's got, like, that snark level, but, like, not high, but just enough to be like, you know, jab, jab, jab. Yeah. And then... I don't, I don't think that the other um, staff, I don't think he that Nick is well-liked by the other servants. <laughs> like, even Offred says, oh, I, the tuna looked really good knowing that he hates tuna in, like, a past episode. Right. Which it's like, he's the one who mentions it to her, so... Oh, yeah. That was weird, but okay. But Serena wants, all of a sudden... Offered to come help her in the garden. Yep. Like, uh, red flags. And of course she's like, oh my god, does she know? Are they going to send me, it, it, they're going to send me to the colonies? Are the eyes coming for me? What is she yeah, doing? What could she possibly want? This woman has not been nice to me a day that I've been here. And she wants to talk to me. Nothing good can come of this. And, and, and I'm kind of thinking this as I'm watching it as well. <laughs> I think everybody was. And then she gives her a choice. After saying, you know, your time with us is almost over, you don't want to be yes. sent to the colonies, do you? Yeah, because, and I don't know that they make it clear in the TV series, but in the book, you get three assignments. And if you fail in all three assignments, then you're deemed as an unwoman. Um, you're, you're clearly not fertile because sterile men do not exist. And you can get sent to the colonies, and the colonies are not really nice places. They're full of toxic waste and garbage, and anyone who goes there ends up dead within a month or two. Which is crazy. Why are you trying to send people away that you know are able to have children? Maybe you yeah. need to do something. But And then there are other colonies that aren't so bad, and that's where they do all their agricultural work and things like that. So, I mean, it's really just chance of the draw as to what colony they send you to. Maybe the handmaids who served but just couldn't get pregnant for whatever reason, maybe they get sent to the nicer colonies. But if you messed up, you're going to the toxic waste colony. And we don't know which one Serena Joy yeah. might want to send her to. Yeah, no idea how long. Because Serena Joy may be, like, super mad because this is going to get her in trouble too and off to the toxic dump, you know, offered goes. So you, you never know. But interestingly enough, she kind of whispers, she's like, maybe he can't, but yeah. there's another way. And it's like, what? Because she and, and Fred personally tried a long time. Yeah, she says that. And that's when she was super excited that she thought Offred was pregnant. 
Yes. And then she's like, well, you know, clearly the other girl didn't work out. And this is your second assignment, and your time's running out here. I'm thinking, you know, maybe he can't. And then she says, well, would you be opposed to, you know, having sex with Nick to try to get this done? And she's like, really? Nick? Can we trust him? Yeah, uh, and that's like, testing me here, Serena? What's going on? Who do I trust in this world? But see, with this, I thought, yes, she can trust Serena because... She, she said, well, she said Nick agreed. And mm-hmm. so she's already talked to him about it. And the fact that if they get caught, Serena's in trouble for this, too. Yes. Very true. So that's the only reason I figured she can, you know, trust him or trust her. Now, Nick, you know, she says, oh, well, he's been with us a long time, blah, blah, blah. It's like, uh, but still, we don't Did know. Did they maybe try this before with the other girl? Killing herself. I always wondered that. And there are other things that I wonder, knowing things that happened down the road, you know, before she took her life, were these circumstances that drove her over the edge to take her own life? You know, that's really interesting because it's like, oh, I don't know yet. I'm not there. And I feel like you're trying to hint. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I don't want to ruin it. All right, all right. So they go to the store. She, well, her and of Glenn. Well, they the see Janine. Yes, the new of Glenn. And we see Janine, crazy, talking about the baby. And her oh. partner's like, you shouldn't talk about that. Yeah, and, and isn't she saying, like, oh, he loves me and this No, and she's just talking about the baby, how the baby's sticking her tongue out, and she's laughing. And I yeah. think she's smart enough, even in, in her craziness, not to say how he loves her and he's going to make, you know, take her away. But still, everything she's saying because she's getting attached and we can tell. Yes. And she's going to have to move on soon to her next assignment because they do not get to stay with the family once they've had a baby. They get moved on to their next assignment. And definitely, you know, just until they can no longer bear children, I think. Oh, that's just heartbreaking. Can, thinking can you about imagine it. that? Just. Think of, okay, think of, like, the woman that had, that family who has, like, 20 kids and counting or whatever <laughs> on that reality series. Think of if she were a handmaid oh and getting pregnant, like, 20 different times over the years and each time having to lose that baby. Because if you're really fertile like that in this, you know, alternative society that could very easily happen to you until you just hit menopause you know and maybe you get transferred and you get to be an aunt or you get to be a martha you know i'm not quite sure talk about (laughs) being a brood mare jeez yeah i mean but apparently i mean as soon as you're fit enough as soon as the baby's weaned you know and, and and can be fed you know formula or whatever no, oh, I think we talked about that there's they're probably fine. not formula. Um, yeah, I'm not quite sure what they feed them after they, they get rid of the mother, but... Probably they're when they're going to, like, more solid baby foods, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so, but I don't know. I know, but that's just scary because Janine is just... I don't know. We know that she kind of lost it. Yeah, and then she's already crazy. And mm-hmm. then now she's kind of going over. I feel like she's going to go over the edge pretty quick. 
Yeah. But her partner, she looks at off Offred and says, "Did you see?" And we see the old off Offred. Oh, oh. I'm like, wait, there's too many. Yes. And who is she now? She's like off. She's off Stephen. Off Stephen. Yes. Uh, so, yes, Offred goes over to talk to her, and she's like. You know, can you tell me who's the eye? Is it that she's like, I don't know. Every I'm too dangerous now because of what happened. So mm-hmm. I'm too dangerous to be part of Mayday, which is the resistance. Yes. And she wants to know more, but then the new of Glenn drags her away. And as they're walking home, man, this woman. I don't know about she's you. A, I wanted to slap her. She's a pious little shit. <laughs> well, she's like, don't ruin this for me. And she's like... I bet you had a walk-up, and you were into yoga or spin class, and you had a husband yep. that liked this and that. And well, I was on the I was on the streets, you know, giving hand jobs for drugs. Right. And and I, now I've got a place to stay, and people are nice to me, and I'm like, whoa. And I'm like, okay, good. You're cleaned up, and you're not prostituting. But holy shit, you really think this is better? Exactly. I mean, and there will always be those kinds of people who will see this kind of thing happening as their salvation. I mean, she wasn't crazy over the top religious. It didn't seem like I am totally bought into it, but it's just, I have a better life now. And I can see that for her. Cause she said yeah. she was having sex for oxy and a happy meal. Yeah. A happy meal. I guess cause the toy, I, I mean, I do really enjoy the toys. <laughs> I'm not sure that I would prostitute for the toys. I mean, it would depend on the toy. To be honest, yeah, but... No, it's got to be a hell of a toy. <laughs> I do like the Beanie Babies, so, you know. <laughs> you know. All right. No, but in all seriousness, I mean, that is just really sad. But then when you think about it, you know stuff like that is happening. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I know it happens. Um, my daughter and I go, and we do um, a lot of work with um, homeless uh, youth and, and teens, and, I mean... They've run away from home for, you know, whatever reason, abuse. Um, They were addicted to drugs. Um, They were trans or gay, and their families didn't accept them. I mean, you just hear these heartbreaking stories, and then, you know, you ask, well, how are you surviving? And, you know, there are some kids out there, you know, doing awful things for a Happy Meal. Yeah. It's just really sad. And then we're back in Offred's Reality where, okay, you have this woman who thinks it's okay, and then you have what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. Serena, you know, goes up to get Offred from her room. And, again, she was in the closet. Yep. She jumps up, though, when she hears her, closes the door, and she's like, are you ready? And I don't know if she sent Rita out somewhere. I'm guessing that's what happened. I think so. I think everyone's kind of been sent or is otherwise occupied so that no one really... Is around. There's a bear witness of this. Because Serena takes her to the garage loft, and she's like, okay, we're here to have sex with Nick. And it's not we exactly, because Nick's like, do we pray? And she's like, no, we don't have time. And so you have this really awkwardness. She's standing there, you know, off to the side, like, well, hurry up, get it on. Right. Like, she's kind of not looking, but she kind of looks. And I don't know if there's, like, just that sliver of jealousy I think a little bit. Because it it wasn't done like the ceremony. I mean, he was, like, on top of her. Well, this is is a little bit of a spoiler. Um, Not really that much, but skip ahead about 
20 seconds if you don't want to hear this. <laughs> the wives are not allowed to have sex with their husbands if they cannot have children. Like at all? At all. What the hell? It's I mean, I would assume during like during ceremony time, okay, but nope. If you can't have kids, the only way that sex is possible is if you're trying to make a kid. And if you've tried and you can't and you know, you can't get pregnant, well then it's off limits. Wow. Yep. But wow. Okay. I'm not even going to go into this whole medical thing that like, we'll skip what I was going to say. <laughs> but anyway, you had very awkward sex happen. Very quick. So, hey, that, I mean, was Nick, like, preparing? He's like, okay, let me, dirty thoughts, dirty thoughts, so I can get there. And then you had that moment where they connected because Offred mm -hmm. and Nick, like, make eye contact and eat. And she's like, don't let her see. Right. No, but he, she grabs his, his arm, and I'm like, ooh. Yes. Because, as strange as this is, because it's so kind of sterile and the ceremony has to be this way, yeah. this way. It's, it's like, okay, they never have an orgasm. Yeah, and they don't even, like, touch other people. So, like, there's, like, no, like, they're so dehumanized because they're not allowed to touch people. You know, you're only, you know, having sex to the ceremony, which is not intimate whatsoever. And finally, you know, she's kind of free to kind of, you know, she can touch him if she wants. But, you know, she's still scared to. So, I mean, obviously, uh, it was a lot more intimate, even yeah. though it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, ex even though Serena's standing right there. Another thing that is from the book that they don't really say in the TV series, so it's not really a, much of a spoiler. Um, if you are an unmarried male, you have not been assigned a, a wife, uh, you're not allowed to have sex either. You're not even allowed to masturbate. Wow. It is for so for Nick to get to have sex and for it to be over quite quickly, I can see why. And it goes back to when you said, you know, she shows, like, one of them, like, stops, like, fix her shoe. And, you know, she notices that they're looking at her. And she's like, oh, I hope they are looking at me. And, you know, I hope that they go back to their rooms and think about me. Well, the reason is, is she knows they can't even touch themselves and masturbate. Wow. How, and it's how are yeah, they monitoring that? I, you know, I don't know. I don't think they have cameras or anything. It's just well, if they do, they're boned right now. Yeah, and you got all these like okay, think of like all the SWAT team guys with with guns everywhere. Uh, okay, we all know what happened in in Roman and in Greek times when it was like large groups of men together. I mean, sex still happens, okay, people? It still happens. It's a human urge. They're going to find a way, you know? But yes, but you're a gender traitor then. Yeah, of course. So you, you super cannot get caught. <laughs> I love it. Okay, it's done. They go back, and Serena's like, go lay down. It's like, okay. But then... And I don't... Oh. I, and I wondered, I'm like, okay, why would they, you know, forbid masturbation? Is it because in the Bible um, it says spilling your seed on the ground is considered a sin? I think so. That's what I kind of got. But that's but. why I was, see, I wasn't going to go here, cause you, but you talked about it. But medically, you kind of have to keep the supply fresh in order to have good swimmers. Yes. Because otherwise yes. it's not going to work. So that's why I thought it was a little weird. It's like, mm -hmm. shouldn't you at least be having sex with your wife? I don't know, like two weeks out of the month? You would think. Uh, weirdness. 
But nothing makes sense about this show. And yeah. in the book, there are much older men and women who who should probably not be having kids to begin with. Ah, okay. And they're kind of like the age that parents would be with grown kids in college. Now, I know that was kind of a complaint that people were talking about, the how they made them, a lot of them, at least our main yeah. commanders, younger. Mm-hmm. But... We see that's different because the next scene that we get is a Steven playing with the German Shepherd, which kudos, I love German Shepherds. Yeah, um, I do too. Those are great. And her mistress comes out, and you can tell she's older. Yes. She's a seems to be a lot older than Serena. And George. she's like, you know, I, you, we don't have to do the ceremony tonight. I can just, you know, say I have a headache. And she's like, well, you can't have a headache every month. Right. And this is what was sad because she kind of like. Not exactly touches her shoulder, but she kind of hovered there. So it's like you know that the mistress understands that what happened to her was horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that they're like, okay, but we're putting you back in the mix. Right. And, I mean, sex for her could be incredibly painful now with whatever mutilation they did to her. And that was just heartbreaking because you can just see how she lost a piece of herself. And mm-hmm. granted, we find out later the piece... But without that, that's saying that just sounds horrible. Me saying it that way, but she just like had a piece of herself carved out, knowing that this other woman died because of her, mm-hmm. and that she had to watch it, and then yep. she was carved up and sent back into the mix. And I think that the the mistress she's with now is understanding enough and. And she caring enough, yes, yeah, that you want her to be able to stay there somehow, but at yeah. the same time, you know, if she stays there, what happens? Right, because they only have a limited time, and yeah, and then we're back redoing the ceremony since you know our commander couldn't exactly get things done last time, and Serena is looking away because, I mean, wouldn't you? If you were in that, would you want to look at this happening? Serena is done with the ceremony at this point. She is done. She's like, okay, just make it stop. Just, you know, get it done. (laughs) But we have the commander, like, turning his head, because he's not supposed to look at her, and he's, like, dead on looking at her. her leg. Yeah, feeling her leg, and, like, he is, like, hitting it hard. I'm just saying. And, like, she's trying to shake her head, like, no. (laughs) Yeah, and... I was like, oh, my gosh, because she kind of mm, was writhing a little bit, uh-huh. but freaking out, too, because she's like, oh, my God, is she watching this? Can she see this? Because then later she goes down to the office, and she's, like, reprimanding him. Don't do that again. She could have me sent to the colonies or worse. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. And then he's all calm, like, oh, it's so impersonal. Tell him it. You think? Yeah. Yes. Is this the one where he asks her to kiss him? No, 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 no. Okay. No, but he's just like, it's so impersonal. And she, yeah. he's like, fine, I won't do it again, but you seem to enjoy it. It's like, oh, damn, this is not good. Yeah. Mm-mm. And he's like, you want a drink? You want She's like, no, quit trying to have me killed, basically, because yeah. you're getting off on this. Yeah, exactly. And this is where things got interesting again, because he's trying to give her another magazine. And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, you know, back then. She's like, we had choices. He's like, "You ha- now you have respect. Really? Because uh-huh. I don't feel really respected. 
Yeah. And and he goes on that whole thing about, you know, biological destinies. Degrade themselves, and, you know, just to get a man to notice them, and they didn't feel special, blah, 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 and now you're revered. Look at your status now. And I'm like, really? Right, because, you know, he's like, about the biological destinies, like I said, which I kind of, like, yelled over you. I thought that's where you're going. Um, yes. And she's like, what? And he goes, children, what else is there to live for? And she's like, love? And he's like, that's not real. Yeah. And he brings up of, of Gwen, you know, we let her live. We're not without compassion. We helped mm-hmm. her because it was such a small problem. And I'm like, all right, now we uh, know. Uh, yes, female genital mutilation. And it's like, yeah. it's a small problem. It's a small problem. Oh, my, I just, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and then as she's leaving, he's like, every love story is a tragedy if you wait long enough. And you know she's just getting pissed, like, I can't believe you're saying this. You may not yeah. have actually been in love, but I was. Yeah. And then he, he kind of whispered. I feel yeah. like he kind of whispered this part. We just wanted to make the world a better place. And she stopped. And better doesn't mean that things get better for everyone. They get better for some and worse for others. That about killed me. Yep, but it's true. It is so very true. And if you look at today's society and the things that are happening politically and how they want to change our country, things are going to get better for some people. And worse for others, like with this health care bill that I think President Trump even called mean is kicking 20, 20 million people off of health insurance if it gets passed. So, you know, that the top 400 wealthiest people in the country can get a tax break, blah, blah, blah. So things are going to get better for some people, but they're going to get worse for another group. And the parallels to this show and the things that are happening now, they could not have planned it. It was just timing. Stuff happened, and it's working. Yes. And I just think that it's a a weird statement that just sounds, like, so callous. Yeah, but to me, it's pretty profound Mm -hmm. because you're Mm -hmm. like, you know, you go back to every society where there was some kind of revolution. And it's true. Those those words are very, very true. So, yeah. And it's funny. We were talking about this statement at work, and my friend said her one professor, it was um economics professor, he's mm-hmm. like, there's always somebody trying to make it better, but when they say it's going to be better, you have to ask them, better for whom? Yep. Because it, for whom? Yes. It's just always something you should have in your head. So remember, when we question everything and everyone, keep this in the back of your head. Make America great again. Okay, for whom? Mm. That's what I wonder. Interesting. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) Well, our poor girl was so upset, she ends up throwing up in the kitchen sink. Yes. And Nick's there. Are you sick? That's like, what the hell, Nick? And and to me, this is like, could she be pregnant? I know. That's what I was but thinking. At the same time, she's pretty disgusted, so mm-hmm. it could go either way. Well, she asks Nick then at that point, "Are you and I?" And he doesn't answer. And then he's like, "Go to bed." She's like, "Don't tell me what to do." And he's like, "Yes, I'm an I. Now go to bed before I report you." And she yeah. just looked like when she was walking out of the room, like she wanted to flip him off. 
Oh, yeah, she wanted to kick him or something. Just, mm, just anything. Because at this point, she's like, I got so many people telling me what to do. You do not get to tell me what to do. Right. I just, I feel like he wants to be there and and be good because he said stuff to her. Like, I should have drove off with you. I'm really sorry. And then, but this time he's like, I couldn't say no when she asked me. And I'm like, God, I thought you were yeah. a good guy. Yeah. I mean, it does turn out that he is a better guy than we think, but not in the ways you think. Okay. All right. Yeah. God, with these hints and breadcrumbs, you're killing me. <laughs> All right. Let's go to the outdoor market, shall we? Yes. Okay. Here's my question, because you notice this happened, because it, it plays a part. You keep seeing wives being dropped off at this building. Yep. What the hell is this building? Because it's you not know, a store. They don't, they don't really mention it in the book. Um, I'm assuming it's kind of like a club of some kind, like a social club. Okay. So the only thing I can think of, maybe they, you know, they can't have book club anymore. Um, they got to have something to do. I mean, I, I don't know. And you will find out that men have their own clubs, too, later on. So I, I can only assume that it is some kind of women's club. Okay. I was just wondering, because you just seem going, and you know they don't go to the store because they send the handmaids or the Marthas. That's yep. why I'm like, what is happening? They're very, they're like, they can visit another wife. They can they can go to this building where they're all there. Um they can accompany their husbands, you know, to certain events and things like that. But they're really kind of kept prisoners in the house mm. because their sole purpose is to be there to raise children. And if you don't have any children, you're useless. Oh, geez. That just makes it sound horrible for them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I told you, you're going to you're gonna start feeling a little bad for Serena. Uh, well, let's, let's not talk about her yet because I don't feel bad for her yet. Well, we have Offred who goes to talk to of Stephen because she gets somebody to to distract her partner, and yeah. I'm like, they're at the market, right? Yeah, at the outdoor market. Yes, and open yes, uh, Stephen says, "My name is Emily." And yep. then I get the then she goes, "What's yours?" And she looks and she decides to jump into one of these cars that the driver's got uh, gotten out of to help one of the wives. Yep. And she's driving, but it's just in a circle. I'm like, why is she only driving in a circle? I, you know, she. I think she's just surprised that she got behind the wheel, and she's like looking for okay, how you know, trying to like get her bearings and and figure out a way out. Um, but you see, all of the handmaids they stop and they're kind of looking like, oh my gosh, what is she doing? Oh my god, look at her. And and June's like, well, duh, she's driving. Right. <laughs> and um, she kind of like you see. Emily look at June and June kind of gives her that head nod and that look and she keeps going and she plows over a couple of guys. Yeah, that was pretty messed up. But I'm like, well, you know what? How many have they killed at this point? I mean, is it right? Because I know that sounded very callous coming out of my mouth just now. But I mean, I can understand at this point, she, in my opinion, of course, has given up because of everything. And I yep. think she wants them to shoot her, so she's just done with this. Yep. So she will <laughs> take as many out. Suicide. Yes. Yeah. Take out but as many as she can. We don't think to kill her. We do not see them. No, kill they her. just take her away. Yep. Oh God, this is killing me with that. Yep. Uh, 
But where yes. do they take her? Well, mm. Alfred is going home with her partner. And her partner's like, we can get through this. We can make it together. It's like, bitch, no. No. And it's the first time, and kind of the women, like, you see them have hope. And they're like, oh, my gosh, she's, like, doing something so crazy and reckless. And, you know, you, you see that kind of light in their eyes. And in the book, it talks about when the girls first get to the Red Center, they still have that hope, that light in their eyes. And then after a few weeks, after they've been there for a while, it, they're just dead. You can look in their eyes. The light is no longer there. It's just dead. Well, they've been tased. Yeah, and then, you know, that's kind of, you know, you're not supposed to, you know, look or, you know, show emotion or anything. And then you see <laughs> Emily making the rounds in the car, and you see that spark in all of their eyes that you just never, ever see uh, with the handmaids. And I'm like, they just got hope in that moment. And, and that's important. this is when June says she looked fearless. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it came back. It ties back to her picture on Tinder where Luke says, I like this one because you look fearless. Oh, it was so sweet and strange and... I wanted to cry because I thought they were going to kill her right there. I don't know. I thought they would, too, but they don't. So that was kind of where we left with that because it's like, all right, what's happening to her? Because we didn't find out right away last time. So I'm I'm like, great, it's going to be a couple episodes before I know anything. But I don't want a breadcrumb here. (laughs) (laughs) We go back, and Serena's painting. And she asks Alfred to come in, and she's like, oh, I know something happened. Are you okay? And and then she's like, well, you know, not everybody can handle. Some people can't handle uh, what the responsibility is of their permission, and we do what needs to be done. Yes. And you're a smart girl. So here I'm... Don't be doing anything reckless or dumb like that. See, actually what I was going to ask you, because her little speech, because that was only like like a sentence and a half of what she said... Was she actually talking about both of them? Yeah. Yeah? I think so. Yeah. That's what I was thinking that, you know, because I don't know about Serena Joy, and you keep saying it's coming, but, like, I felt like she had to be talking about each of them. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Especially when you keep saying that wives are assigned. Yeah, if you were married before. Before everything happened and your husband happened to be a commander, you got to stay married. Okay. Um, if you were fertile, you were taken away from your husband's, no questions asked, you were assigned, your husbands were assigned to other duties, or you, you know, tried to run for Canada, or you became a part of the resistance and you're fighting the war as a rebel. Um, if you were an older lady, you were assigned to be an aunt or a Martha. Um, but, you know, the the guys that weren't married, they get assigned to be drivers and, you know, militiamen or whatever. And, yeah, I mean, there are plenty of wives that get assigned to their husbands and, and they have no other purpose other than you're, you're going to raise the children that are brought in this house. Ugh, it's so weird. Yeah, and then I know I mentioned it before. If you are a man, um, and you you you've served Gilead well, um, you're going to. And, but you may not be a very high rank. You're going to get assigned a wife, and they call them Akana wives. 
because they do the cooking and the cleaning. There are no Marthas. Um, and some of them are fertile and can have their own children, they figure out. Um, but a lot of them, if they can't have their own children, get kind of plucked away and sent to the Red Center. So, it, and it's rare that someone with an Akana wife gets a handmaiden assigned to them. Okay. Um, but some of them do, but they they get the lesser quality ones. Like Janine is even considered a higher quality handmaid <laughs> with all her crazy and her one-eyedness. There are still others who are far more mutilated than she, and those are the ones that kind of get assigned to the lower-ranking men and their Akana wives. Interesting. Yep. <laughs> well, we have offered who I think at this point is becoming June again mm-hmm. because she's sneaking out of the house when we see there's guards on the premises. Yes. So this kind of interesting, in my opinion. It would not surprise me if there were snipers on the roof. Oh, well, then she's really screwed. But <laughs> I don't think there are, but it wouldn't surprise me. She sneaks to the garage, and her and Nick don't speak, but she starts undressing him after she takes her hair down. Which yes, apparently is a big thing. Yes, because she always has to keep it up. Yeah. I would die right there, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and she starts undressing him and moving towards the bed, and they don't speak, and then they start kissing and touching, and then they're having sex, and it's everything that the ceremony's not. Yes. Because there's it's intimacy. Truly, yes, it is true intimate sex of worlds past, yes. And and this what kind of starts the affair she is having with Nick. And I'm, like, right here watching this going, okay, where we were so skeeved out with the ceremony sex, it's like, this is totally different. And it's like, I feel like she's taking her power back. It's an act of rebellion. It's an act of, yeah, exactly, taking her power back. That, yes, I have the power of creation with my body, but I want to be able to choose when and how I have sex with him. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, but this is the first time I feel like I was cheating on Luke is when she was with Nick. And I think they might have said it in the book, but maybe not the TV No, they did series. say it, but it was the first okay. time when Serena was with them. But that was just creepy because she's looking and not looking at them. It's like, uh yeah, but and but you could always tell that they kind of liked each other based on the looks that they have been giving leading up to this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it didn't really surprise me that this affair has kind of started, this secret affair. And she's like, well, the commander has secrets because he's got this trove of um, forbidden, you know, books and magazines and things like that from the past. I can have secrets, too. And this could get them both killed. Oh, yeah. And at this point, I don't think either of them care. Which, I mean, that's how, like, much of a dumpster fire this world has become. <laughs> that for a little bit of intimacy and a little bit of power, they're willing to risk it. Well, that's how we ended this episode. So, sex that didn't make you want to tear your skin off. So, finally! <laughs> <laughs> A non-awkward sex yes. So, I don't know. I'm uh, interested to see what happens because, like I said, she seems to be coming June again. Mm-hmm. But with the commander's interest in her that doesn't seem to be strictly handmade interest, 
Yeah. Yeah. What's gonna happen? Do you happen to know what's the name of the the next episode? Um, I can tell you in one second. The next episode is a woman's place. Okay. So, little teaser. This is where you get Serena's story. Oh, okay. And it, it is not in the book. This is something that they expanded for the TV series only. Well, this was episode five, so we're halfway through since there's ten episodes. All right, guys, you know we've talked about this. We want to know what you think about this. Absolutely. Uh, FangirlZonePodcast at gmail.com. Tweet us um, at FGZ Podcast. I keep screwing that up. Um, uh-huh. Jennifer is Jennifer, the number nine, I-N-E, because she's over at Hollow Nine, and that's how we spell it there. Uh, don't forget, when you're tweeting the show, hashtag maids, we talked about that last episode, M-A-I-D-E-Z, that is the official Twitter handle for Handmaid's Tale on for Hulu. Hashtag, yeah. And they seem to be get, doing giveaways, so since I don't have anything for Handmaid's to give away, definitely follow them, do that. I have stuff to give away, though, so you can always find the weird random word that I've said 10,000 times in the episode and send that to me in the email, and I'll send you something out of my prize packs. But, awesome, guys. I so hope you guys are watching this and you're feeling the same feelings I am. Yes. See, now, in this world, you would be one of those people like the commander who has a horde of things from the old world. (laughs) I would. You'd be like, good luck finding it all. You'd be like, I am dying for these Funko Pop bobbleheads. <laughs> I don't care. I'm keeping them. you like, Snoopy's, I, like oh, Snoopy, <laughs> Doctor Who. I'd be like, this is mine. You, could, you may not take my tortoise. You can take it from my cold, dead hands. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Episode 5. I'm Sean Fangirl-S. And I'm Jennifer. And until next time. <laughs>